0: TheChairShot.com. Always use your
1: head. Hello everybody, and welcome to another episode of the 5 Rounds Podcast. The only podcast out there with the cardio for those deep water championship rounds. I am Mags, and uh, again, no Carlos today. Uh, What with work and, and COVID and everything, it's just... Been absolutely murder for the lad, so uh, you've got, got me flying solo today Now uh, with the card being what it is, uh, I'm actually going to uh, take a little bit of a, a, a change of tack with how I approach the show. Uh, what I'm going to do is I'm going to run through all the results and, um, and then... <laughs> basically just focus on the main fight which is basically it's a one fight card anyway so um, I'll just quickly uh, talk about uh, the show so we're on about UFC Fight Night Blades versus Lewis I've literally just finished watching it and wow the run up to this card it felt like almost like it was it was a cursed cursed card um, coming into the Waynes uh, uh, yesterday and four people missed weight uh, leading into this fight. So we had uh, Ketlin Vieira in the in the court main event who missed uh, the bantamweight limit uh, by three pounds. And then we had Jared Gordon who missed his featherweight limit by five pounds. And then we had Draco Rodriguez who missed his bantamweight uh, limit by five and a half pounds. But the worst one, and oh, so, such... A disappointment was Rafael Alves, uh, coming in to make his debut for the UFC, came in uh, for a featherweight fight, so that's £145. He came in at £157.5, which meant the fight ended up having to be fully scrapped. Now, he's blaming uh, food poisoning from uh, some infected salmon, uh, meant that he had to take on water. Uh, but, yeah, it's just really really poor and it, it and it didn't get any better on the day because um going into the 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 middle of the prelims we we got Chaz uh, Skeller in the middle of the octagon and as he uh, was waiting for his opponent we got word from the back of uh, uh at, at the backstage and Jamal Emers uh and was suffering from acute uh, back spasms and uh, was was potentially having a um, um, an organ breakdown uh, mainly because of, of severe weight cutting. So yeah, it's, uh, this card did not have uh, the best of times. But let's uh, quickly run through these uh, these results. So we open the card with Sergio Bivac. Uh, picking up the second round knockout in the heavyweight division against Jared Vendera, then uh Zahaba uh, in the Banton weights got the first round knockout against uh overweight Draco Rodriguez. Um so we had the Chas Skeller incident where he was just he was in the octagon and then the fight was cancelled whilst he was there. Uh we then went to uh Casey O'Neill picking up the uh, the victory against uh, Shana Dobson in with a second round KO in the women's flyweight division. Then in the men's featherweight, uh, Julian Erosa got the first round KO of Nate Landworth. Then in the Weights division for the men's, John Costender got the uh, first round knockout of Eddie Wanland. His career is just uh, taking a real downward trajectory. And then in the uh, the the feature prelim, we had uh, Jared Gordon uh, getting the, the decision against Danny Chavez. Uh, on the main card, we opened up with a, an amazing knockout for uh, Tom Aspinall. Uh, sorry, an amazing submission from Tom Aspinall uh, against a former uh, heavyweight champion and, and living legend in MMA, Andrei Arlovsky. really good performance by Aspinall, to be fair. he uh, He was not... Uh, concerned about the the star power of Arlovski, uh, both in the first round took uh, took some shots, uh, took some big big shots, but uh, uh, Aspinall really did well to control um, Arlovski against the fence. And then in the second round, he shot for a uh, for a takedown. And within a second, he transitioned for the back and got the the rear naked choke. So uh, props to local lad from, from Liverpool, Tom Aspinall. He's uh, definitely got uh, a massive, massive future in front of him. Uh, in the next fight, uh, we had Phil Hawes and immovov uh in the middleweight division. Yeah, very um, interesting fight, uh, Phil Horse picked up the the victory, but it wasn't without um, without struggle. He did well to um, to control on the ground and up against the cage. But whenever Imov had a chance to unload, he did, and he rocked uh, Phil Hors quite a, a few times. Um, but uh, Hors was able to muscle out and 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 do enough on the ground uh, to get the decision. Going into the the next fight, it's another heavyweight, the second of three heavyweights on this main card, and um, we got Chris Daukus getting the the first round knockout of Alexei Olenek, and this all stemmed from an Olenek mistake, uh, Olenek who. You may know is is really really good at those Ezekiel chokes. I think he's got the uh, twelve Ezekiel chokes in his career. Uh, attempted one in this fight, uh, but unfortunately he slipped off uh, the 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 neck of Dorcas which left him vulnerable on the floor, and uh, he was just not able to to cope with the power of uh, of of Chris Dorcas who just unloaded on him and. And he picked up the victory. Um, in the next fight, the featherweight division, we had uh, Derek Minna picking up the decision against uh, Charles Rosa. Uh, pretty fair, to be uh, to be quite frank. Uh, this was spent a lot of the time on the ground. Derek uh, Derek Minner really controlling Charles Rosa uh, in terms of uh, uh, staying on top of him and being able to transition into uh, into lots of uh, submission attempts. Uh but each time, each round, um Rosa tried finished pretty strong uh attempting things like uh, triangles and arm bars and uh heel hooks. Um but with the amount of control that Minna uh was able to have and the fact that uh, Rosa wasn't able to uh lock in those uh those um submissions uh meant that Minna took the victory. Then going into the core main event, uh, women's banter weight division with uh, Ketlin Vieira, the sixth ranked, against Jana Kunitskaya, the seventh ranked. Mm, uh, interesting result. We got a uh, um, the decision for Yana Kunitskaya, uh, and I think Ketlin Vieira can feel a little bit aggrieved about that. Uh, whilst Jana did score a hell of a lot more uh, strikes than than, uh, than Ketlin did, um, Ketlin had a, a lot of top control and a lot of submission control. Um, in the first and the third round, it was pretty much... A, all Ketlin Vieira with the control and, and uh, Kuneksky was was basically just landing uh, those annoying kind of rabbit punches that that more put the the attacker off getting a submission rather than than do uh, any damage. Uh, in the second round, uh, Kuneksky spent a little bit of time myself on on top. Uh, uh, but wasn't able to really kind of get any uh, submission attempts in. And, in fact, it was Ketlin Bieri who was, who was the more active, in my view, uh, with a, an attempt at a, a body triangle and then an attempt at um, a, an arm bar. But the 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 judges uh, saw that Curtis uh, Sky landed the more shots uh, and the, the fact that Ketlin didn't... Uh, wasn't able to get the finish meant that it goes to the judge's decision and unfortunately for for Ketlin that meant that that, uh, that she was on the the losing side. So let's talk about this main event, Uh, Curtis Blades and Derek Lewis two Big favourites in in the UFC, uh, lots of love, especially for Derek Lewis. Everyone just absolutely adores him. Um, both in the top four, both kind of like positioning themselves uh, as as a potential number one contender. Uh, we all know that Bones is on the horizon for the winner of a uh, Steep here and uh, and Garnu. But um, Curtis Blades was, has made uh, quite um, uh, a statement in the in recently to to push for that title, and obviously Derek Lewis has that that brutal knockout power. Um, so we go into the first round um, as, as a Derek Lewis fight normally goes. Uh, it's it's Lewis who is on the outside of of the the cage. He's uh, he's basically pretty much back. Up, uh, very, very patient as he is. He does, is not one for expending uh, all his energy doing uh, uh, hopping from foot to foot and changing uh, changing stances and things like that. Whereas, uh, Lewis, um, Curtis Blades absolutely was like that. He was uh, very active on his on his tiptoes, uh, bouncing about, trying to look for position, um. Tries to shoot in at the at the beginning, uh Lewis landed a massive right hand which uh, really kind of uh, gave Curtis Blades a lot to think about. Um started his his ass swelling straight away. Um and what and what it led to was was blades not shooting in as much or not shooting in pretty much at all for the for the majority of, of this round very very patient tried to uh really find his range without uh taking any more of those big shots from from uh lewis but if, if you want to uh hit Derek lewis you have to be willing to get hit and every time uh Curtis Blades in uh, to land some shots. He was he was getting tagged, uh, so he started to try and focus on the legs, um, which which scored him a a lot of kind of success. There was a, a one one uh, low kick nearly swept uh, Lewis all the way to the floor. Um, but every time lewis got up he was he was able to uh reposition himself get himself uh with his back up against the cage so he knew uh knew exactly where he, he was for in terms of if he had to uh, basically lean up against the cage then uh every time blades was shooting in lewis was landing uh, a huge huge shot uh Blades eventually did uh, was able to grapple and was able to pin uh, Lewis up against uh, against the cage, but then uh, landed uh, an unintentional air hook uh, on Derek Lewis, which stopped the the fight for a few seconds. Um, we get back in, uh, Lewis uh, just tickles uh, Curtis Blades with a few warning kicks, and the, we get the end of the round. And for me, I felt that Blades um whilst he got hit the most he did look the more active he did look like he was the one who was trying to push the pace and i personally gave him that round so then going into the second round and again it was uh curtis blaze trying to uh, get to the middle uh as quick as possible he, he didn't seem to be as um Active or as as energetic as he was in the first round, I think the it was a, a very much a warning uh, that that Derek Lewis is not somebody to be uh, underestimated. Um, Lewis again was quickly back up against the cage, uh, foot right up, right up against it, so he knows exactly where he is. Um, he gets a he gets actually gets a warning from um, Herb Dean about having his fingers out when he was uh, defending punches. Um we then see uh him just whiff on a, a big right hand. Blades comes in with uh with a flurry, um then goes for a takedown, but Lewis was able to stuff it and, and back uh blades away. Um blades then uh pours, uh out a, a little kind of tease jab and then Lewis complains that, that his fingers were out, so a little bit of tit for tat. Uh, but uh, Herb Dean says no. That was a slap. It wasn't uh, fingers out. Keep on fighting. So he um, Blades goes in for a shoot head down, which is absolutely ridiculous thing to do against Lewis. And then out of nowhere, Lewis just cold cocks him with an uppercut. Um, uh, for a split second, I thought uh, that Blades' chin had had taken it, and he was uh, he was basically just rocked and looking for for. Uh, a little bit a second or so to, to gather his thoughts, but once Lewis kind of moved out of the way, you could see that, that Blades was out on his feet and Lewis just allowed him to collapse, uh put one more um big hit on on Blades to to basically add that stank and yeah. Curtis Blades out cold Derek Lewis, uh the four to one underdog, uh scores a massive, massive knockout and and really rubber stamps himself as as a potential uh number one contender uh for for Miho Chicho and Garnu, uh, dependent on 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 Bones obviously. So yeah, it's a, a very interesting end to a very um up and down card. Uh, but yeah. A great victory for for Derek Lewis, and we'll just have to see where where that takes him. So let's have a quick look at next weekend's card. It's uh, another UFC fight night, and another pretty much one-fight card. Again, in the heavyweights, uh, Jairzinho Roses Drake, the absolute animal from Suriname. Uh, the guy who, who took a whooping for five rounds off uh, Alistair over him and then just one-punched him and absolutely busted his face wide open. He's taking on the unbeaten Cyril Gagne. Uh, then we've got in the light, light Heavyweight division as a core main event, uh, Magomed Ankleev taking on Nikita Kroloff. Um A couple of women's fights on the card... Montana della Rosa taking on Myra Silva and Angela Hill taking on Ashley Yoda. Um, but yeah, it's a, it is almost certainly a one one fat main card. Um, so yeah, listen back to us for that next week. Hopefully uh, Carlos will be uh will be able to join us for that. If not, you will just get my silky tones yet again. Anyway, uh, thank you for listening. Um, please follow me on Twitter at DJ Kirkbe. Follow Carlos when he's here at Kirkby underscore Carlos and follow this show at Fire Rounds Pod. Definitely give some love to our networks. They've been absolutely amazing with us uh, all the way through this time with our Fire Rounds. So that's at Visionaries Global Media, at the Chair and at Uh, shooting the sports-ish. Thank you all for listening and that is the end.
0: TheChairShot.com Always use your head.